Welcome to Kyla's Q&A. I'm Justin Myrick, and recently my son Drake said I need new intro music. So let's do this. Hey Dad, how about some college questions? Let's hear them. Let's hear them. All right, we are rolling with our latest episode of College Questions. We're so glad you're listening in, and I'm so excited about today's question. I think it is a refreshing and needed question for us to explore right now with a lot of chaos in the world. We are talking about the question, what will heaven be like? So this is going to be a great question, and I'm excited to explore it with my guest today. He is a returning guest. Many of you know him, uh, my good friend, my pastor, Greg Sykes. Greg, thank you so much for being on the podcast oh, today. It's awesome to be here. This is great. Well, I'm excited to have you on here and appreciate you doing the very first one, man. That was awesome. So uh, you helped launch this whole thing. So I'm very grateful for you and helping me do that. That was fun. And so I, let me just throw it right to you, man. This is a big question. I know we could go a lot of ways with it, but what do you think? What's the first thing maybe that comes to your mind when you hear, what will heaven be like? Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a rich question. I'll confess right up front that I'm I'm studying again to teach a series on heaven. Oh, so, I'm so excited um, to hear that. You know, I don't, I'm not sure what I would say if I hadn't been studying it again. Uh, I feel like I'm pretty well prepared now. But man, what will heaven be like to me? Um, the short answer is always going to be uh, a redeemed um, earth. Mm. Um, you know, we get so confused as we chase down heaven and scripture and, you know, and there are verses that talk about a new heaven and a new earth. And so we, we let that make us think that God's going to wipe the slate clean and start over, but that's really not what the scripture says. Even, Mm. even in those verses where it speaks of that, it's actually talking about redeeming all, all things that are broken from the Mm. curse. Um, and so, you know, when I think of what will heaven be like, I, I think of those who know and love Jesus, um, spending an eternity on a redeemed earth, mm. um, living life as it was first intended when man was created for the Garden of Eden and for that fellowship with God and that intimacy. Um, and I always think about there was work before the curse, and so we'll have work. Mm. Um, but there was food and um, joy and um, intimacy even. You know, I, so I, a lot of that I, I don't know how to wrap my ra- mind around it, you know, yes. and um, but that's that's what I believe the scripture speaks of, and it, and it it fits so well with the gospel truth that um, whatever's been broken, Jesus came to set right, and that mm. includes this this creation. And mm. so, you know, a new heaven and a new earth, it will be different. Um, it it will be radically changed. We will be radically changed. Mm. You know, we talk about getting a, a new body, but there's also that continuity. Um, our old bodies, somehow or another, we're going to know who everybody is because <laughs> yeah. um, we see um, pictures of, of Abraham and Elisha um, after their death in, I guess, you know, not to make it complicated right off the bat, but the current heaven, mm. um, which is not the final heaven, but everyone knows who they are when they see them again. And, mm-hmm. and so anyway, um, we're going to know one another that's and it's going to be cool. So uh, that, that's what I think of. That's awesome. I remember, I believe it was 2014 during the summer yeah. that you did the that's heaven right. series. And I've referenced that a lot over the years with students like, hey, you need to go listen. But the thing I'll always remember, it's kind of like you have those and I think you've done a good job of this with series where you remember phrases and, you know, we all remember Hebrews, have faith, endure, work hard. 
anybody that's been going anybody that was around i bet even if people what year was that by the way because i bet um, i wonder people who weren't around for that they probably still know have faith in dirt work on yeah, that was 2011 a, and 2012 so it's been such yeah. a theme of our church that i feel like people still recognize it but i remember from the 2014 heaven series the phrase you said and i feel like i heard it and i don't know how many times i heard it but it was enough to where it really stuck with me that one day jesus will come back and put everything into its rightful place yeah and I thought that was such a fantastic observation of the scriptures and such an exciting thought because even with everything happening in the world right now that's broken that we'd love to see redeemed and it's hard you deal with like that thought, sometimes that's the only that's such a great hope that yeah. this isn't the end. At some point I love how you started with the fact that and I do want to get into some fun things about heaven and because uh, I know you reference a few things even in the old series that are just fun to think about like the, you know, cause we have things well before I just, I just love that basis of it, he's going to come back and redeem and put it back into its rightful. I love the phrase rightful place. Cause I see so many things now that aren't in its rightful place. And you know, you mentioned yeah. the garden and ever since sin came, we've seen this just brokenness continue and get worse. And that's encouraging to me. You know, and, uh, uh, which is why I love this conversation. And I feel like it's timely because that's very hopeful. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, we studied Genesis after the Heaven series, which fit really well because it shows how things began. Mm. Um, but also the Heaven series came after we did Hebrews, have faith, endure, and work hard. And, you know, what I'm mindful of, um, have faith, endure, and work hard um, doesn't work if there's not something waiting on us on mm. the other side, yes. you know, I mean, exactly. but if, if I know how good heaven is going to be and the, the hope of heaven and a redeemed earth and Christ making everything right, um, then I can endure about mm. anything now because That's this true. is fleeting. This doesn't last yep. forever, you this know? Is not it. And, and so in my mind, the theological boxes all add up together. Um, we can hang in there in, mm. in really difficult times because it's not the end. Yep. Um, and I always just go back to the idea that, um, you know, God is sovereign. He is creator. He could start over. Um, but you know what? That undermines the principle of have mm. faith, endure, and work hard, even mm. in, in his heart. I mean, in the sense of if he just quits and starts over and scraps it all, who gets the glory there, mm. you know? But if if Christ has truly come and, and redeemed a broken world and defeated the curse and set into motion this cosmic plan to, to make everything right, now mm. that's glorifying God mm. because God came into a, you know, a situation where man sinned and rebelled and, and Satan, in a sense, felt like he got what he wanted. Um, and yet Christ is like, no, I, I can work with mm. this. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. going to set this right. Yeah. Um, that to me is the most beautiful, most glorifying mm. thing to the Lord. Um, but it also, like we're talking about, it gives us something to continue to shoot for. Um, and I, I think when you're just talking bluntly about heaven, it helps us understand there are things about this world and this life that are going to translate, that are going to continue mm. on. It's not going to be a total scrap job. And, um, you know, our, our memories and even the history of man and um, some of it good and some of it not so good, there'll be continuity. Those things won't all go away. Yeah. Um, they'll be redeemed. And um, I don't know. I, I just I think That's of places fun. on the planet that they're, they're awful pretty right now. What are they going to look like when Jesus, oh, know. you know, breaks the curse? I think they'll get prettier, you know? Mm. So that stuff gets me excited. Okay, so let's, uh, if it's all right, I'd love to talk now about 
I feel like there's things that biblically we know about heaven. And then there's other things that aren't necessarily explicitly in scripture, but to your point of the character of God and who he is, that we can trust that the, he's not taking those things away. Uh, and then, and then fun things like I know, um, a book you referenced during that series, who wrote the book It's heaven Yeah, by Randy Alcorn. Thank you. And yeah. he, he has that interesting oh, perspective man, so of rich. when we're asking, instead of asking like, you know, well, why would that be there? His approach is like, well, why not? Like, and, yeah. and he brings up some great points. Okay. So before we go, I'd love to chase some of those. Cause I think that's, but to your point, it's fun to talk about because I think we, some people have lost sight of heaven and they're they I don't think they've thought much about it. And I don't think there may be much excitement there, you know, because we've lost our sense of wonder for what is to come yeah. and that's good and healthy. So I know, can I ask you this? Cause I know in the, and you referenced this in, in 2014, There'll be there'll be a city. Can you just describe kind of what you know and what you've learned from script about that city? Because I lo- I loved hearing that, and I'd love for our listeners to who maybe weren't around for that series to hear you talk about it a little bit. Yeah, um, you know, been a while since I I studied the New <laughs> Jerusalem, but you know, it's mentioned explicitly in in Revelation and um, a lot of the prophetic books of even the Old Testament, and and again, it, it just makes sense because. Um, God from the beginning wanted there to be this city set on a hill. That was the intention of calling Israel out from among the nations was to be his people. And there was to be a seat of government that reflected godly leadership and mm-hmm. biblical morals. And that was always the intention. And, um, and you know, he even blessed them and said, my Shekinah glory is going to hover there over the cherubim and the mm-hmm. ark and the most holy place, and I'll meet with you there. Um, well, the, the new Jerusalem in, in heaven future is just a final fulfillment of that, where um, I do believe the, the earth is going to be redeemed. I'm not convinced that, the, in a sense, the universe will be at our beck and call as well. I'm not sure mm. what that's going to look like, but there's a reason why it's so big. Mm. Um, but I think there will always be a physical place, a city, where we can come and have... Um, you know, some sort of incredible intimacy with our Creator, Mm. you know, and I think you see all that imagery in Revelation about um, the light of the city will be Jesus. He is the manifestation of God's glory. Mm. You know, again, I'm I'm real cautious on will we see God? I I think, you know, we'll see Jesus. Mm. You know, when you see Jesus, you see God, Um, but, you know, God the Father, I just, I don't Mm. know what access we're going to have, you know, but Jesus will be the access we need. And so Mm. I do believe it's a physical city. Um, There's a lot of references about 12 gates because of the 12 tribes. Um, Mm. But then in the New Testament sense, the disciples, you know, there's so much imagery there. I think Um, there's definitely pictures of um, jewels and stones and gold and um, it's going to be very ornate, mm. um, but again, it all kind of takes a second, um, uh, second place to to Jesus being the centerpiece mm-hmm. of of that glory, um, and I think that's why we would come there would mm. be to fellowship intimately with mm. with Him, um, and of course, there's um, references to. Um, the river of life, the tree of life, um, which I think is a continuity of the garden. Mm. Um, you know, we never see that the Garden of Eden was destroyed. We see cherubim put in place to protect it. Um, well, 
what happened to it. You know, I, I tend to believe that it, in a sense, got translated. Mm. It's in the current heaven, waiting for heaven and earth to be reborn. Wow. And um, you know, I, again, yeah. some of that's speculative, but yeah, it's no, astonishing. It's... A lot of this, there's scripture that actually mm. hints at this, and we just kind of blow over it. Um, now, I would say. This is the dangerous dance. There's a lot of scripture that talks about how um, we can't understand so much about what heaven is going to be like, you know. That, um, but sometimes we use that as a cop out, so we quit trying. Mm. You know, it's going to be beyond what we can comprehend. But that doesn't mm. mean you don't get to hunger and thirst. That's you know? right. Yeah. Um, but I think you also have to be careful not to fill in blanks that you can't fill in. Um, and there's something in humanity we have that tendency. And I think we profane heaven when we try to draw more detail than we're given in Scripture. Mm. You know, Scripture is our boundary. Yep. Speculation is one thing, but, you know, these books that are written about people coming back from— mm. I'm really skeptical because yeah. um, Lazarus came back and never said a word. That's true. That's uh, a great you know, observation. That, that strikes me as a cautionary tale, mm. you know. And um, I don't know, Paul— came back and basically said, yeah, I don't think the Lord's given me liberty to say a word. You know, mm. I'm going to have to keep that to myself. So if, mm. if Lazarus was quiet and Paul was quiet um, and, you know, John wrote a revelation of what he saw, um, but that's all he ever did and all he ever said and all we have a record of, I think we need to be very careful about mm. accepting other people's, you know, stories like of, they're of, they're like i went and here's what i yeah exactly if yeah. lazarus didn't get to do yeah. that then i don't think i'm going to take anybody yeah. else's tell all you know yeah um so and you know of course there are some old testament saints that had experiences with eternity but um you know we never get to know what elijah saw i mean he was escorted out of here mm. in an extraordinary way but um we don't have a, an account of that so i think we got to be careful you know um but i think we're also told enough to know that it, it's going to be so much better than we can imagine mm. um, that we can celebrate it and look forward to it and mm. um, and and just stay within a biblical framework yes um, which is the fun part is it fun to think or is it fair to to be balanced in that when you think about the city and and obviously the center of it is Christ and glory and and in that context there's roles we have and I know you've mentioned that and like I that's fun for me to think about. Um, like what, what gets you most excited about heaven? I mean, obviously other than, okay, yes, Jesus, are there other elements of heaven that you really look forward to? And maybe even, is there a mysterious part of it that you are excited to see what that answer is? I mean, what, what parts of that gets you really excited to see? You know, this probably wouldn't be what I'd encourage everybody to think of, but, um, I, I love, I love history. Um, I love, um, some of the best stories are the old stories, you know, mm. that are really, really true, and um, not just like Christian martyrs, but heroism, you know, at different generations in time. Mm. And, you know, I think that's one of the things that gets me excited about heaven is, you know, it's not just going to be our generation that's in heaven. Um, it's the generation of the saints, you know, all those who've known and loved the Lord that went before us. Mm. Um, you know, even now there's a temporary heaven, I believe. We see references to Abraham's bosom mm. in the New Te or in the New Testament. And, um, you know, it's just fascinating because it was a real place and um, Lazarus was um, could eat there. Mm. And, you know, so it's not like this disembodied, ethereal, you know, no, no, no. no. It's, somehow or another, God has some realm going on where people are people and they can eat and drink mm. and um, all those things. Um, but again, all that to say, 
those are saints of old. Mm. Um, we're going to get to an eternity future, um, and we're going to get to talk to these people, you know. Mm. And I, I, I get excited about spending a little time with Abraham, you know. I mean, that tell me about Mount Moriah, about. you know. That really what is was crazy. going through your mind, you know. I mean, to me, that blows me away. That's really neat. Um, um, so, and I, you know, I may be surprised at some of the people who are there, but you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm one of those that. Um, uh, whatever whatever they were, whatever they are, if they were a focal point of history of some type, man, I'm going to be like, tell me about Waterloo. Or, and you at know, some I mean, point, because you think like, you know, everybody's going to want to talk to so-and-so, and it's not like that because it's heaven. There's no, but it's like we have eternity to have those conversations and that fellowship. And that is really neat to think about. Like, yeah. man, I just, let's go hang out. Let's talk. Let's. Yeah. You know, we, we don't even know a heavenly body. Uh, we're going to be translated in some form. You know, I'm still not convinced. How, how do we get places? How will we travel? Mm. Um, you know, there's. I think there's a lot of references. We're still going to be. Um, we're going to be able to travel like we currently do mm. um, on foot, or or who knows if technology will translate. Technology is neutral, so I'm not convinced yeah. some technology won't translate. You yeah. know, but God may decide it's more fun to to do it the the slow you know, human way, I, I don't know. We see Jesus um, coming back on a flying horse. So, I know. Um, you know, I, I got to believe there's going to be flying horses in heaven. You That's know? what I, I've told uh, my kids. I've told caution is like, I hope that I do, you know, I don't know how rewards and all that work into this thing, but if there are flying animals, I hope I get to ride one of those. Yeah. Like, Cause that just seems yeah. so fun. I really want to fly on something or hop on the back of a line and go cruising through a field. I mean, this is the kind of stuff I picture. Like, I don't yeah. know if that's, you know, um, and you reference with the technology. I know that's one thing that, uh, that I went blank again. Who wrote Heaven? Al- Alcorn, okay. Randy Alcorn. Yeah, he he. I thought this was a great observation, and and he said, or maybe you had mentioned this, and so I heard it from one of you, how with things we will do, and he mentioned how if we're made in the image of God, and one of his core, one of who he is, is Creator God. That's yeah. what he does. And if we're made in his image, we've certainly seen how he's allowed us to make some really neat things throughout history. And so why would he remove that key component of of his character that he made us in his image? Why would he take that away? So he talked about the idea of there being create, like us being able to engineer and create things in heaven from a redeemed standpoint. That was pretty neat. I had never yeah. considered that or thought of that. But I'm with you. I will be really excited to see what that's like, if that's there and um, certainly whatever element of creation, you know, there is, that's really neat to think about. I, I was reading, is it, uh, well, I think we're getting close in Exodus maybe. It's, you know, you, I've learned from you, you know, it's important to pay attention to like the, the uh, order matters. And like when you first see something in scripture, now I'm not going to be able to pronounce this name right. I think you correct me if I'm wrong, but the first person filled with the spirit, the first person that the scriptures explicitly saying i have filled this person with my spirit i think correct me if i'm wrong but was it i don't know how to say it but something like bazalol yeah who's and, constructing part and of he the, was a master yeah. craftsman yeah like that was his that's what he did and and i think to this whole discussion of you know that that just is exciting to me to think that if if god did that and if he made a point in his scripture to say i'm going to fill this man with with my spirit to do this thing i've asked him to do why would that go away in heaven? Yeah. Surely there's well, going to be that that craftsmanship. I, would, I think you're onto something in that. I'd go even a step further. What was he actually helping construct? Mm. An earthly 
picture of a heavenly reality, oh, which wow. is what the tabernacle is. So here's the first guy filled with the Spirit was doing work on earth to represent something that we will fully experience in heaven. Mm, okay, now, you know, that wow. that's yeah. too much causation there, I think. <laughs> that's right. You know, so, yeah, I, I'm with you. And, I, you know, that's one of the speculations that I think Alcorn does some that I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about would be mm. here's this massive universe, and, and God created us um, to be little sub-creators. Um, he created work and called it good. Mm. Um, you've got a massive universe sitting out there, and you've got eternity future. Um, what if a, a lot of this space, you know, going to be new worlds in a sense that we get to master plan over and construct? You know, just because, you know, we, we get it in our minds, I think, that when God remakes the heavens and the earth, it's like fixed creation. There is no more new. Mm. But who's to say there won't be new being added all the time? Mm. I mean, so you go to some... How we get there, I don't know, but you go to a new planet, and of course God created um, gravity and all these things. He can tweak how you know the universe works. Mm. He can give a planet, I believe, breathable oxygen and, wow. and light and create new suns. I mean, he can just keep doing this ad nauseum if, if God wow. wants to, you know I mean that's a, that's so I just awesome I get excited about the idea of, of getting to start over somewhere with a new creation and new animals and who knows i mean okay that's okay i'm glad you brought yeah. up animals because the question was will there be animals and two will they speak yeah yeah <laughs> well you know that's the funny thing you see you see some talking animals in in scripture you know i'm always struck by um balaam um balaam essentially was a um I guess a good-hearted guy that went really, really bad and made some poor decisions, but you have a scene where his donkey stops and talks mm-hmm. to him. I'm like, well, if the donkey's talking on fallen earth, you know, surely he can talk in, you know, redeemed earth. Um, so I, I tend to lean toward there being um, talking animals in Scripture or in, in heaven, and um, there's no doubt I, there will be animals, I mm. think, because we see them pictured in, in various places, like Christ coming back on um, on a horse. And, you know, we see a lot of prophetic imagery that um, people tend to want to believe. Um, you had these people of old describing a helicopter or some sort of technology, mm. and they didn't know what it was, so they extrapolated it to sound like a, an animal they had seen before or a grasshopper, you know, I, I think a lot of that's a stretch. I, I think they're picturing animals, mm. um, you know. So, um, again, yeah. there's a lot of specific scripture you can look at on those things. There, there's more than a hint. Uh, there's a lot of references. Yeah, and it seems like there's going to be, like, unique animals to what we even have here, like yeah. whether it's, like, the wings on a horse or, you know, whatever else. May, like, I'm excited about the uniqueness of what we'll see. I mean, I'm always fascinated when I first saw the Planet Earth videos and they did the blue planet. Did you ever see the blue planet one? I don't, I don't know if I and did. And they go, you know, they go down deep into the ocean where it's just total blackness and yeah. they'll film these things. And it's always, I mean, I'm just fascinated. You know, God made all these things to give him glory that if it weren't for somebody creating something that got us to see it, they're yeah. giving him glory whether we knew it or not. But it was, it's always fascinating just when you think of the, the depth and the all the the really neat things that he made. We, we went to the uh, drive through safari last week on vacation and we were driving through and the peacocks were out, you know, and they, 
have you know and it's we laugh because god made it where the females brooke even says she's like you know the the females are kind of pretty dull <laughs> you know it's like yeah, yeah. The, it's interesting that he chose to make the males the flamboyant ones with the big fancy that it, you know and and that he can flare out his his feathers and you know that's um but it's just i love like when you think of what is here now from an animal standpoint it's fascinating oh, yeah. i mean the it's diversity is mind-numbing yeah and so then you think about even more uniqueness and redemption to that and what and, and if they communicate with us that's hilarious well and i think that's the track of where we just so limit god it, mm-hmm. it's like he took his best shot making this planet and he's done yeah. no 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 this god that did all this this is not his final opera you know mm. he's getting ready to do something new that is going to be and that's what the scripture always said it, it's beyond our ability to comprehend mm. Well, there's already things on this planet I don't comprehend very well, yeah. and, and the diversity of species and things that we haven't even yet found in deep, mm. dark corners. Oh, man. I mean, you just think if we would just get God out of the box we try to put him in mm. and think for a minute about what he could do, um, I just think it's going to be astonishing. Mm. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I enjoy this planet and the diversity of animals and the beauty of it all. And I, I've got to believe this planet's broken. Mm. Um, I want to I see what things are like when it's not broken. And, um, you know, if you take things literal, Christ has been preparing it a long time. Mm. Um, well, give God a long time to do anything. And, you know, <laughs> I don't right. think he needs a long time. Why is he taking a long time? I think mm. there's going to be... A level of personalization and realism and and beauty that's I just don't think we can anticipate. Mm. It's stunning. Wow, that's awesome. What are there anything? Um, is there anything else in the? And I want to be careful because I, I like your wisdom on you know let's not speculate too much. And you know you got people coming back saying, "Hey, I went to heaven. Here's what it was like." No, that's probably not. You know, yeah. we see examples in Scripture where they they, you know. Lazarus they didn't they omitted that there's a reason for that but the the other things that that are fun to speculate um like I think about uh one thing that Alcorn brought out was competition yeah and and you know we in in the broken world can't fathom how in the world could anything competitive be in heaven right because we see what happens when we get competitive here and it's chaos. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you, you put parents in the stands with kids playing anything and it's total, just it's evil, right? Like it's, it's absolute ridiculous. And we laugh about it because it happens. And yet if you take sin out of the picture yeah. and you know, you think about just the purest sense of competing, that's kind of fun for me to, that's one of the elements I thought I like that. Are there other things like that that you, are excited to to kind of have an answer on and, and to see or, or that you've had fun even th- even if we're wrong like have you had fun yeah. with other things just thinking about I wonder what you know what is this going to be like well uh, yeah I mean you have to because I, I think what we do is we we simplify heaven down and you make it sound like well you know Jesus is going to be there and it's going to be glorif- glorified a lot of people think it's just us singing all day yeah we're going to be sitting <laughs> on a cloud right. with a harp and you know that's that false teaching people think we're going to be angels in heaven mm. we don't become angels angels are created beings mm. there, there's a limited finite number of them they do not replicate um, they're going to be in heaven um, some of them aren't they're fallen and they've been cast into hell you know so um but man's going to be man a glorified man and um you're on to it in the sense of um 
you know, we need to have a long, slow conversation about what things are broken by the curse and what things um, are a, a part of the nature of man that God, when he created it, called it good. Mm. Um, and I think competition is a good conversation because I, I do not believe being competitive is a sin. Um, you can be too competitive, and Absolutely. you can have temper problems and anger. Anger is a sin. Mm. Um, and there's righteous anger, you know, so you can split some hairs on mm-hmm. that too. But we know there's bad, but there's also good in that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of things that would have never happened in our world if people weren't competitive. Mm. Um, and I think we're to be jealous for the the glory of God. You know, yes. well, that's a there's a little level of you know if 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 you don't get upset when you see false idols garnering the time and attention and worship that God mm. deserves, then something's wrong. You know, mm. it's not sinful to have that. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it kind of, you can backdoor it into, well, would there be baseball or football yeah. or those things in heaven? Yeah, I think they will because we'll be able to play those games and not get angry mm. at each other and, and not be worried about how some, we'll just worry about our own performance yes. finally. You know, yeah. I, you know, that's I, right. That's I, right. I mean, yeah, just the pureness of it. I, I think about, you know, you referenced the conversations. I want to, one of the first, First, I say first things. Who knows, right? Because it's going to yeah. be amazing. Yeah. If if we're if we're talking about exploring space, I might sign up for that first, right? That sounds fun. But I think one conversation I would like to have is when the scriptures say uh, Jacob wrestled with God, and wasn't it was Jacob right? And the yeah. hip got displaced. displaced. His hip. Yeah. I want to ask. Okay, Jacob. Uh, you know what move did he put? I feel like you know people <laughs> think it's like he touched his hip. I, I don't know. I I tend to think that they wrestled. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I could be wrong. I mean, you, you correct. But I wonder, was it more of like, I mean, there are moves that that put your legs in positions where yeah. something bad's going to happen if you don't get out. I don't know. But I'd love to ask him, what was that like? You know, what yeah. what did that, what well, happened? Maybe yeah, you tell that's me. a good example of, I mean, yeah, I think we minimize those stories. I mean, mm. There was physical interaction. There's, there's no doubt. There's no reason Jacob would have wrestled all night with this manifestation of God mm. if, if he didn't feel like it was someone that he could either restrain mm. or bind or force to give him what he wanted, you know? I mean, so, yeah, I think they really wrestled. And now, again, I think God limited, you know, yes, it was a manifestation sure. of God that was very limited so that this interaction could happen. That's right, yeah, he's going easy on him. Really, but, <laughs> you know, I, I do think, why don't we go the other way and think, well, in, in heaven future, Jacob won't be near as limited as he was then, God can still limit himself to interact with him in a meaningful mm. way. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll do that wrestling match over again a yeah. few times. You yeah. know, I mean so yeah, I, I think it was a physical conflict and um just like that. I, I think you know, there there are still times on our best day when we enjoy physical, you know, not conflict but um, physical competition against other people, and you can do it without losing your temper. I think the older we get, the more we're able to sustain that. You know, um, well, I, I when think, you tap into that, it, I feel like the word joy comes to mind because when you when you get people competing, and it's just fun, you you, you when you, and you do kind of let go of the egos and you let go of the you know if you if you didn't do as good as you thought you or whatever right when all that's gone. I mean, you just enjoy the, enjoy the purest aspect of getting to do that thing. Yeah. That's great. Uh, it, it makes I, me think of Chariots of Fire. You know, there's that famous line that I think is Liddell that said, you know, I, I asked him why he ran. And he said, well, when I run, I feel God's pleasure. Mm. Well, 
why why would that change in mm. eternity future? That doesn't sound broken to me. Mm. That sounds like capturing the glory we were yes. created for. So, you know, I mean, who doesn't want to run a marathon in a a redeemed oh, yeah. world, you, you know, run the rim of, y'all, yeah. y'all can, in, in the yeah. purest sense. Uh, run down into the Grand Canyon, you know, make it a day. Yeah. And, and the beautiful thing is because things aren't broken, I, I believe it would still take effort and time and energy and, and your body would still have to be replenished in some way. Mm. But I don't think you have to fear death and mm. um, you don't have to pop a couple Advil to feel better the next day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, I don't know exactly how all that works, but... Um, I don't know. That's the kind of stuff I think that you can get excited about. That's fun. I love that. Well, is there anything else that you want to share when you think about heaven that you, you would just not want to miss the opportunity to talk about? Well, I think when I studied that series, one of the things that really connected with me that we, we neglect when we talk about heaven is we we do not take a serious look at rewards mm. um, and judgment. Mm. Um, we don't want to because, you know, we focus in on the simplicity of the gospel, which, you know, at its essence is that Christ took on our punishment and, and we're redeemed from the curse because of what he did um, if we have that personal relationship with him. Mm. And that is true. And yet the New Testament, particularly the writings of Paul, are just filled with scriptures about um, judgment and about works and, um, you know, about how there's going to, you know, I believe there's a judgment of what I'd call faith, a judgment of faith. Do you know Jesus? That's mm-hmm. going to determine whether you're in a redeemed heaven or the curse of hell. Um, but then there's also a, a judgment of works mm-hmm. um, where somehow, some way, our, our lives are going to be weighed um, based upon what we did for the Lord and, mm-hmm. and what we, we did previously in, in a worldly mm-hmm. sense. And somehow or another, that's going to matter. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think we like to think about that. Yeah. And, and I agree, it's, it's all going to be candy, you know. Um, heaven's going to be glorious. But I do think there's going to be a sense of um, an understanding of, of things that we, we didn't do well. Mm. Um, there's going to be, you, know, you can't be commended for doing right mm. if there's not a sense if of loss even, for doing yeah. poorly. Yep. You know, and, and we don't like to think mm. about that, but somehow or another, that's a part of the conversation. Mm. Um, and because there is so many references to work um, and even to authority in, in the mm. next level of heaven and how God is setting up some sort of structure for, for living and for government and for this new Jerusalem and for the planet itself, um, I think all that stuff's going to matter. Mm. Um, and again, I, I think it, it's like Christmas morning. You may not get everything you want, but I think you're still going to have a really good time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how to how to say that appropriately. Yeah. No one's going to be disappointed. Yeah. If you get in, you're yeah. good. Um, but to say that it, it's going to be socialism and everybody yeah. gets an equal slice of the pie, uh, hang on. That's not actually what Scripture teaches. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of verses on rewards that would yes. that I would trot out to say, mm-hmm. yeah, this is what it actually says. Um, why run the race with endurance if it doesn't matter how mm. you run? Just everybody mm. fold up their tent and be lazy and wait on a handout. Mm. So um, there's something we're missing, and we don't like to look at it very deeply. No, that's good. I think of the phrase, it might be First Corinthians. You can help me. It's, it is Paul. He says, you know, each man's work will be shown for what it is. It might be the yeah. wood, hay, and straw and the gold, yeah, silver, and crossly stone passage. But I uh, that one's a sobering thought. You know, and I agree with you, man, that sometimes we, there's a balance this conversation of like, hey, you know, it's going to be great. Now let's think about what, and you referenced this earlier in the podcast of 
considering that impacts how I live now and my perspective now and my response to the things of the world now. And in that is this mysterious thing called rewards. Yeah. And it is fun to think about. And, you know, uh, it's fun to think about knowing that life is messy and we're going to, you know, it's, you're going to make mistakes, but at the end of the day, hopefully we're living in such a way where we're doing some good things and who knows what that looks like. But I, I always yeah. joke with people. I'm hoping that I do enough to get the reward of a flying mount. I want a flying, <laughs> yeah, I want, that, that's I want your something goal. to fly on, man. If I get that, man, I'm good. So yeah. <laughs> Lord well, help me. <laughs> I just, you know, have faith and do and work hard because there's a heavenly hope is it, still not enough. I think, mm. um, and I think that's where we mess up is, is we don't want to look at rewards, mm. um, but we also we don't consider the fact that there's continuity in personality and character and um, place of being. Just meaning, yeah. you know, we're in ministry, and there's been some crazy things happen just at our little church. And um, I think in eternity future, you know, there'll be a little bit of a scorecard on, mm. you know, um, things that we should have taken a stand on that maybe we didn't and mm. things that we did take a stand on where God's going to say, well done. Mm. Um, and I think hearing that's going to matter. Mm. I think it's going to be powerful. I think it's going to be really cool. You know, like we talk about Band of Brothers and our staff, we're going to be able to get together on the other side and, and say, man, let, let's talk about, mm. you remember those months when COVID hit and what mm. we did and what we, you know, what we're... Um, now we, it's like we can watch it in 3D, and, and God in His Spirit is mm. going to tell us what He was telling us to do and, and where we did well and what we didn't listen to and um, show us some fruit that we didn't know was happening. You know, oh, that's going to be awesome, you know? I mean, um, and yeah, there's going to be some bittersweet moments in that, and you're like, oh, man, I missed it, mm-hmm. you know? But I don't think y- yep. you can't properly weigh the good things if yep. you're not— You know, it's one of the tensions that I saw when I studied this— it's not sin to remember sin. Mm. Um, now, if you're remembering it to glorify it or like to recommit it, but it's not sin to think back to a mistake you made in your life that Jesus has redeemed, that you've asked mm-hmm. for forgiveness on, um, but to, to sense the, the emptiness or the bitterness of that. Um, I, I don't, we're not going to get to heaven and have all recollection mm. of our lives wiped away. Mm. Um, I think we're going to have an understanding of what God was doing um, and even what we did poorly, but what we did well, um, and we're going to have a sense of satisfaction mm. for the time. And, and I do think the good news is, you know, we're we're only gonna we're only gonna get rewarded for things we did well. We're not going to get punished for what mm. we did poorly, yeah. but there will be a sense of wasted. Yep. There's an emptiness, yeah. you know. But you're going to have so many new toys to play with that the emptiness yeah. you get over mm. real quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the stuff. No, I, I think I, that's I really good. About. And I think you mentioned history in the beginning, and I think that makes so much sense. If it, when Jesus comes back and puts everything into its rightful place, I'm listening, going, we're going to understand that it wasn't always like that, and we're going to. To me, that's where the joy of what it is comes from. You understand this was not always in its rightful place, and Christ has finally put it. it we're now. Yeah. This is it now. In the same way, I like how you said that about sin from the past or mistakes or things missed or opportunities gone. I like how you mentioned that that the it helps us remember what's been redeemed and what's been made right. And, you know, I think that's the sobering thought of I, I don't want to get to heaven. And, yes, I know I'm going because I believed in Jesus. I'm 100% confident. And 
based solely upon Jesus. So like, I know that's good. I don't want to get there. And in whatever that judgment looks like of my, uh, each man's work will be shown for what it is. So whatever, when my life is shown for what it is, I don't want to get there and be like, man, I missed it, man. I missed it. And I know I'm going to have, I'm going to have some of those yeah. <laughs> like for sure, but I don't want to have that whole scale thought. And that's a sobering thought. I think it's a good one because it motivates me on how I live now. Right. And there's continuity too, which is, I think, again, I keep coming back to that, but we lose it. It's like my relationship with my wife. There are times when we first got married when I was a knucklehead and, and I made some mistakes. And um, But our marriage today is better because, yeah, I made those mistakes, but I learned from them and I grew from them. Were they mistakes when I made them? Absolutely. Mm. But our relationship has sweetened over time, mm. and some of it's because of the remembrances of the times when mm. we didn't. You know, That's we didn't good. speak the same language. Yep. We, we weren't as unified as we are. We, we had a lot to learn about being a husband and wife. Well, same thing is true for our relationship with the Lord. If we get to eternity future and the, the past is wiped clean, then the things that God used to make us more like Jesus on this side of eternity they're gone mm. and and that disrupts the intimacy of our relationship in heaven and future my mm. relationship with jesus will be deeper in some part to some times in my life when i struggled mm. and i had to be disciplined and mm. i had to flee some sin and and, and confess some sin mm-hmm. and yet he walked me through that mm. and i believe he's going to be able to reference those things in eternity future mm. um and I think it's going to only strengthen that relationship. That's mm. how relationships work. And we just, our, our brains, I don't, mm. I don't know why we think heaven is somehow going to be less than earth. Mm. It's going to be better it's than be earth. But for that to occur, yeah. then so many of the things that are true on earth have to translate. That's good. And then we add to them. That's awesome. Well, man, I love it. I love this discussion. I think it's so healthy. It's exciting to me. I mean, I'm just sitting here. It's a fun conversation. And I think it's so healthy for believers to think about this and think yeah. about it and, and process it and pay attention to the scriptures that reference it and then have fun thinking about the other parts that are still mysterious, but it's fun to think about. And you referenced something that I thought, you know, we didn't have really time to talk about, but the fruit, I love how you said that. Cause I think when I was in North Africa, you know, I, I didn't see much fruit, but I think part of life I've had to learn like, you have to trust that God is doing things even when you don't see it. And it is fun for me to think about that. Maybe when I get to heaven, I'll meet someone who whether picked up a book of John that we had laid down somewhere or someone who I had the opportunity to read the words of Jesus with and, and there'll be fruit that I'll get to see then like maybe. Right. And that's, that's hopeful. That's really fun to think about, but I don't always get to see that here. And sometimes that's hard. But I love you mentioning that because that's that's a real thing that I, I, I agree. God is doing things that we don't always get to see, we, a lot that we don't see in our own lives, in the lives of people around us. So I love that thought. OK, last question. Do we get a preview? You said a, a heaven series is coming up. Is this a revelation series? Is it a, what like what? What is the when is it coming and and what is it based on? Yeah, we're gonna do uh, I'm gonna do eight weeks um, starting. I think it's the the week of September 9th. Um, we'll do promotion Sunday early in September when okay. things get rolling again. I'll I'll teach it twice on Sunday nights and Wednesday nights, 
Um, and we're just going to do eight weeks on kind of some of the questions we've walked through. Oh, fun. You know, why why think about heaven? Um, you know, is it a waste of our time, essentially? Which mm. some people, it's like, well, we can't understand it, so don't, don't. No, no, no that's not what Scripture mm. teaches. Um, but just some of the, the, you know, what will we be like in heaven? Um, talk about what our bodies will be like, or at least what we know and, you know, our, our thoughts and, and things like that. Um, we'll talk about the New Jerusalem. Um, we'll walk through a lot of these things. Oh, nice. So it's basically eight weeks exploring okay. a lot of what we talked about. Okay. So, But we're going to, you know, the one thing we didn't do well here is um, there'll be a, a citation for every every mm. everything I speculate on. Uh, I'm going to walk through the scripture that leads to that speculation okay. so that we're not just having a session of, That's oh, awesome. you know, this is what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to give groundwork, you know, for laying it okay. out. And where we need to be cautious, we'll be cautious. And, mm. and where um, maybe we probably could have some healthy speculation. We're going to have some healthy speculation. So that's awesome. That's what okay. we'll do. No, oh, that's great, man. So that's coming in September. Yeah. And it'll and be, it'll be recorded and, and uploaded to the website. So, you oh, know, even like great. for students in hello, that would miss it on Sunday night. Um, going to hello they church, can just go to the website, they can just go to the website oh, and listen great. to it. So. so that's great news for listeners. Uh, that's something to look forward to that uh, is going to be worth your time to listen in on. And so that's exciting. Greg, thank you so much for being a part of this uh, podcast. Uh, it's a privilege, brother. Appreciate it. Well, thank you guys for listening in. Hopefully you took some things from this conversation that really encourage you and challenge you and how you think about heaven and what it will be like. And hopefully that will spur you on to how you live today. And so, so grateful for you listening in. Until next time, I'm Justin Mark, encouraging you to stay connected to church, connected to each other, and most importantly, connected to the God we love and serve. God bless. <laughs>